welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. Good morning, everyone. Jeanette here. So what I am going to share with you today is creating a truly customer-centric model for your business. Now, the reality is not all customers are the same. And often we can make the mistake of not really fully understanding our customers, knowing what their needs, desires, wants are, and therefore it can be quite difficult to actually provide the best service, the best products, and ultimately drive more value for your customers and for your business. So I am gonna share with you a model that I have used through, gosh, the 27 years that I've been in business, both running very large global travel businesses, but also for the portfolio of businesses that I have today and for the businesses that I advise. So I know this is very much tried and tested. It's not overcomplicated at all. So it's gonna really help you get closer to your customers, understand them, and importantly, drive more value for them and ultimately more value for your business as well. So you might wanna grab a pen and paper because I'm gonna go through a fair bit of information. But as I say, it's not overly complicated. Any business, of any size can apply this. So why is it important then? Well, you know, the customers in all of our businesses are the absolute heart, aren't they? You know, without customers, we don't have a business. So understanding them and truly, truly getting under the skin of what they want and need is absolutely critical. So it's, it's, it's so important, you know, because when you know your customers, it allows you to have that visibility um, of what they really need and want. It allows you to track performance as well and see how you're doing. And even more important than that, it allows you to create products and services that are targeted at the right customer segments at the right time. So this also feeds through to your marketing. It will feed through to your strategy, your investment. So when we start off talking about customers, actually it permeates throughout the whole of your business financially and in terms of your performance, your strategy and how you develop your teams as well. So when we start with dropping a pebble in that pond, it has quite a big ripple, doesn't it? So as I say, grab a pen and paper. Um, I'm going to go through this now. So the first thing to do really, when you're actually looking at the customer centricity in your business, the first thing to really get your head around is that not all customers are the same and therefore you shouldn't be treating all of your customers the same. Now, 
What I am not saying is don't give good customer service. That is clearly not what I am saying. But what I'm saying is your customers, you will have some very high value customers that are incredibly loyal. They may buy multiple products and services from you. Uh, but equally, you will have customers that maybe have only ever just made an inquiry and have never actually bought any, any of your products or services. So clearly, you need to be able to differentiate the different types of customers. Somewhere in the middle, you may have quite a few customers that have maybe bought something from you once. Um, and that's fine. But actually, the first thing to do is to recognize that not all your customers are the same. So secondly, what information do you have on your clients, on your customers? You know, do you have a great database, a CRM that allows you to get the true visibility around the demographics, where they live, what they do for a living, how much they spend with you? Uh, so if you're in a larger business, the chances are you will have access to a lot of data and that is great. But you know what, even if you're in a small business, maybe you're a solopreneur, actually, even if you don't have data, just by starting to build a picture of your clients, even just in terms of noting down some of their characteristics, that will also allow you to get closer to understanding the customers, segmenting them, and ultimately creating products and services that's right for them that drives higher value. So the first thing is have a look at what data you already have on your customers and how robust it is, because that's the first step. Now, if you don't have any and you're really honest with yourself, gosh, I don't really know my customers. Well, there's lots of ways that you can get to know them. So, you know, that could be as simple as, you know, just picking up the phone and saying, you know, where did you find me? You know, how are you getting on with uh, the product that you've that you've recently bought from us? So you can do this in a sort of, you know, more offline perspective, if you like, just to get that insight. I've always found that spending time with customers on the ground is absolutely invaluable, you know. So regardless of what type of business you're in, you can easily do that. You just need to block out some time in your diary. Um, but equally, you know, there are things that you can do to build a database where you actually, you know, get that, gather that customer data, the information that you need, which allows you then to build a more robust picture. So ultimately, that's where you would like to be in the end. But if you haven't got that, please don't worry, because this is equally um, applicable to your business as well. So really just challenge yourself and say, do you really know your customers? And I come across a lot of businesses whereby they think they know their customers. Um, but actually, when they take a look at it, they haven't maybe checked in with cust their customers for a long time. So they might be working on assumptions which actually are out of date uh, and maybe just need a refresh. So um, you can also do things like running focus groups, you know, and actually, you know, putting out some uh, prototypes of services and products that you're going to offer. So there's loads of different ways. Get to know your customer in the first place. But what I'm now going to take you through is the customer pyramid. So the customer pyramid, if you think of a pyramid that's this way up with the, the small part at the top and the, the wide base at the bottom, when you actually segment your customers, you can put them into different categories, okay? So think of, a, think of a pyramid that maybe has, let's just say for argument's sake, has five different segments. At the bottom of the pyramid is where you have a volume of potential customers, but, but are not necessarily spending a lot of money with you or might not be spending any money with you. 
at the top of the pyramid are your absolute high value customers. These are the ones which are incredibly loyal. They have bought a lot of products and services from you over the many years, and they are obviously the creme de la creme of your customers. And then in between, you will have different types of customers, again, that maybe have bought one product from you, two products from you, so whichever business you are in, you can set criteria for each of these segments. And then what you're able to do is place the customers into each of those segments. So let me give you an example of a travel business where at the bottom of the pyramid, you might have lots of customers that have actually um, just inquired about a holiday but they haven't booked anything. So you've got their information, but they haven't booked for some reason, they actually haven't booked us a holiday with you. Next up in the pyramid are those customers that they've made a booking with you, but it wasn't, it was more than 24 months ago. So they've not traveled with you for two years. So those are lapsed customers, but they actually did buy from you. The next category up, are those customers that actually uh, they've made more than one booking with you in the last two years. Okay, so you can see what's happening here. We're building a picture of this pyramid and segmenting the customers accordingly. The next category up from that, those are customers that have booked with you three holidays or more in the last 12 months. And then at the top of the pyramid are the recent multi-bookers. So these could be people that have um, actually booked four or five different holidays with you in the last 12 months. So those are the highest value clients that you have. So regardless of whether you're a travel business, a property business, financial services, uh, maybe you're in retail, this pyramid works. So you can set criteria for each of those segments and then you're able to place the customers that you have into each of those segments. And what that will do, it will allow you to see how many customers fit into each segment, what are the characteristics of those customers? And then from there, you're able then to say, okay, well, if I accept that not all customers are the same and I can clearly see that from my customer pyramid, then what does that mean for the offering that I put to those customers? So for each of the segments, you can then design products and services that are going to be targeted specifically at each of those customers. Once you've done that, you're able then to actually say, okay, well, how do I bring this to market? How do I market these um, products and services to each of those different clients? So again, that might, might vary significantly. So for lower value clients at the bottom of the pyramid, it might be that you just do some posts on social media, for example, Whereas for those at the top of the pyramid that are incredibly loyal, you know, you might actually have a concierge approach to marketing whereby one to one you would be ringing up those clients, understanding their needs and actually, you know, driving the marketing and sales in, in that way, which is a very different approach. So as you can see, by going through this exercise, um, it allows you to really get close to your customers, understand them, and importantly, how you can actually drive the business. So I found this to be massively, massively helpful throughout my career when I've been running big teams and small teams, and also with the businesses that I advise now. So 
The benefits of segmenting your customer database, I'm just going to quickly run through what some of those are. So as I say, the first thing is it allows you to actually get visibility in the first place and you challenge yourself a little bit and be really honest. Do you genuinely know your customers? Because if you don't, that's something that you can fix quite easily. I'm a big believer that what gets measured gets done. So when you have that clarity and you have some data behind it, it allows you then to track how you're doing with each of those customer segments. As I said, Creating specific marketing strategies for each of those segments um, allows you then to effectively market in the right way. And you can create products and services that are targeted at each of those customer segments. So you can create a different product ladder of higher value products for those at the top of your customer pyramid versus, you know, more simple, lower priced products at the bottom of the pyramid. And then you've got the whole range in between, of course. So it does allow you to do that, which is fantastic. If you have the clarity of your customers in this way, it also allows you to intentionally move your customers up the pyramid. So by that, what I mean, say someone has booked or um, you know, ordered one product from you and they're sitting in the middle of your pyramid there, you can say, okay, what do I need to do as a business, as a team to bring them up to becoming multi um, bookers of my product or service? And that becomes quite intentional then. And that really can drive your strategy and you would allocate, you know, budgets accordingly, etc. So you can see this becomes quite powerful. Um, creating that customer centric mindset, it does allow you to focus on those highest earning customers in a unique way. Now, that doesn't mean to say you ignore the others. But it does mean to say that actually you look at your customers from a value perspective and when you know that, you can drive higher margins for your business, but also create more value for your customers. So as I say, this is why when I started this to say not all customers are the same and they shouldn't be treated all the same. Um, also, it allows you to allocate resources. So when you're looking at your team and any particular strategies or products that you're launching and which customers you're aiming at, you, you have to allocate resources, whether that's people, whether it's budgets, whether it's marketing spend, whether it's you know, development budgets, etc. So by having this clarity, it does allow you to absolutely allocate your resources accordingly based on where you're going to get a return, quite frankly. So, you know, it's so powerful. But lifetime value of a customer is often not measured in businesses. And that can be something which, again, if you know over the lifetime of a customer journey, how much they have actually contributed in terms of your P&L, uh, then that really focuses the mind on how important those clients are and how can you attract more of them? How can you bring people that are currently in your uh, pyramid further up the pyramid for you and it allows you lastly to you know to monitor trends over time so so many benefits of actually taking this customer centric approach it's super simple and as I say I've used this throughout my entire career um, to drive big businesses and really to differentiate the offering but also in smaller businesses that I've run as well so this genuinely works it's super simple I love those things and um 
you know, if anyone would like a guide uh, of how to do this and also a visual representation of um, a customer pyramid that's going to help you in your business, then please do, you know, just drop me a message and we'll get that over to you. Absolutely no problem at all. So I hope you've enjoyed this, you know, and I'm all about helping people and helping you achieve the best for your business. So, you know, it is by being brave and bold that you can unlock your brilliance. And this is just one of the many business tools that you can actually apply in a simple way, whether your business is small, large or anything in between. So I hope it's been helpful. Have an amazing rest of the day, whatever you're doing. And yeah, just remember, there are no limits. Let's go out. Let's be the best we can for our customers and let's uh, run our businesses and our careers in the best way we possibly can. And just remember, no limits. Be brave, be bold and be brilliant. Take care, everyone. Bye now i really hope you've enjoyed brave bold brilliant don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends and if you've enjoyed listening i'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review 